Oh, hey, 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 beautiful people. It is another Maverick Monday. Where is the time going? August is here. Tonight we're talking about your big break is in the right questions. You need to be asking the right questions. If you don't have your breakthrough yet, if you haven't hit those profit margins yet for a year to date, month to date, day to date, you need to know, consider and understand that your breakthrough is right there in the questions that you ask. And the only uh, ignorant question that you can ever ask is the one that you never ask. So get into the mode of my of thinking that you need to start asking the right questions of your ideal customers and your clients. It's another Maverick Monday. I'm Tanya Weed is your host. I'm so glad to meet you here. And tonight is where we have the opportunity as entrepreneurs to kick off our shoes, to lay back and listen to some fresh beats while we talk about the goings on of the day in the entrepreneurial world. You understand that how you end your week is exactly how you started and your week is off to a brand new start and you're going to finish strong because you're starting in a place where you know, recognize and understand that you're a maverick and those who don't know about it, they're going to learn today. Let's get to it. Now, first you have to put together an ideal customer profile, whether you're working with a business to business or um, you're dealing primarily business direct to clients and customers. Um, The last thing that anyone wants to deal with is a headache. And the way that you avoid this, this is preventative care now, the way that you avoid this is to be able to qualify and pre-qualify everyone who walks through your doors or into the doors of your business um, so that you can alleviate some of that trouble. Um, One of the ideal or one of the questions that you need to ask is how well do these customers or clients or perspectives, how well do they fit your ideal customer profile? If they're not fitting with what you've mapped out is ideal for your business, then you need to disqualify them immediately. Actually, they disqualify themselves. Having an ideal customer profile is one of the most powerful ways to begin to identify companies which get significant value from using your product and your service and also provide a significant value to your company. So if you don't know which companies to target, you will struggle to hit your sales quotas or even worse, close bad deals. And no one wants to deal with a bad deal, all right? Second, you have to know the industry that they're in. Are the industries that they're working in um, productive? Are they conducive, if you will, to what you're trying to do in your business? Because if they're not running parallel to the services or the products that you're providing, you're going to run into trouble, all right? Third, you want to ask how long have they been in business? That's important. That speaks to their level of commitment. That speaks to how long they've been doing what they're doing. It talks to uh, the stability and the level of stability that they're used to. And it also can determine which businesses need your solution the most. You know, if you've been in business for a long time and you just battle through every organization that's ever worked with you, that lets us know that's not necessarily, you know, those companies not providing what you need. It might be personality conflict. It might be something going on within the inner workings of the business that you don't know about. So be sure to ask what line of business they're in. And again, does that fit with your business model? You want to ask them how long... um, or what is the size of the organization that they're working with. That's important as well. You need to know how many chiefs are in the kitchen. 
How many chefs are in the kitchen? How many people you're going to have to answer to? Is there some sort of fatal flaw within that line of business or within that uh, organization that, you know, is not working properly? Because if they don't have a working knowledge of what's going on in their business and are able to uh, rally around uh, their own teams, how can they do it with yours? So it's very important that you know the size of the organization and who the key players are so that you can start building around that and seeing if you have some external help uh, with your projects as well. You know, a team on that side and a team on this side, teamwork makes the dream work. So you have to ask about the size of the organization in terms of revenue and custom number of customers and even the number of employees as well. Then you want to ask them, what is the size of the relevant department? Because all too often we think that because we have gotten a contract with a big business that we're working with all of the business when in fact you might be working with um, an agency that's within that agency, which may be significantly smaller, and you might be able to uh, handle the brevity of the work together. Also, you want to know, um, are they located in the same areas as your ideal customers? Now, this is for my B2B people, folks that are dealing with um, big businesses and corporations. Are you working or are they working in the same area as your ideal customers? And the reason why you want to know this is because depending on certain factors, location may or may not be relevant. But if you've noticed that your ideal customers tend to be located in particular areas, use location as a qualifying criteria. Because what will begin to happen is if you're working with this big organization that's in the location of your ideal customers where you're doing direct um, marketing and, and sales to, that bodes well for you in terms of partnerships and collaborations, which puts you in a better position. Uh, depending on the um, the relevancy or um, the reputation of the business that you're working with. Also, you want to know what is the ideal use case. Your ideal customers are in a very special category because they use your solution in ways that maximizes value for them. Be careful of prospects who would use your product in a suboptimal way because they'll be unsatisfied and eventually they'll churn. We know what churn is. They, they like to churn, chow. <laughs> Finally, you would want to ask them um, that, you know, what would automatically make them a bad fit for your product or your service? Yes, you want to ask them this. For instance, when qualifying project prospects for our sales pop pipeline um, management software, we ask them how many leads do they usually have in their pipeline. And if it's less than 100 a year, then we recommend that they not buy our solution and instead just use a whiteboard or a spreadsheet. Um, that selfish and selfish qualification in action, you want to weed out those who cannot optimize the performance of what it is that you are um, supporting them with and that you're supplying them with. Um, and it's also that also speaks to the integrity that we hold and we carry with them as well. Another thing you might want to ask is how it is that they heard about your business. And this is a killer sales question because it allows you to understand 
what makes the prospect interested in your solution and it reminds them of the reasons why they're spending time with you in the first place. And the last thing that you want to do is try to convince someone that you are or, or that their business actually needs to help. Do not fight over time over a contract over um you know a project where you have to pull teeth and convince other people and other businesses that they need you either they're, they're in or they're out it's very simple so those are a few questions that you need to ask they're probing questions and they are open-ended so that you will have a discussion rather than just looking for closed-ended questions uh, or answers like yes and no. Your money and the potential of your money and your profits and revenue at the end of the year that you want to meet is found in the questions that you ask from the beginning. And you can't weed out all the crazies, <laughs> but when you do these, you, you weed out most of them and you maximize your time that you spend with them where you can really begin to customize your project around these businesses and around these customers and clients because really the the companies and the brands that wind up making the most uh, profit are those that can really legitimately build systems and strategies around their customers as custom okay they have to be customized all right so we will see you tomorrow night. Remember tomorrow morning, every Tuesday, we are on iHeartRadio where your business gets leveled up and we're talking about how to bank on your brand. So you can just link in the bio for that. Click the link in the bio for that. I said click the link in the bio for that and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great and fantastic evening and a fantastic week at best.